boy, oh boy. Can't believe that. I just recorded a whole podcast, and then audio recorder did not save it, because I guess the file system was messed up, so I uninstalled and reinstalled the whole thing. Pretty pissed off with that. So how you all doing? This is Hacker Mike coming to you from historic Trenton, New Jersey. I just walked through the most amazing parts of Trenton. Governor's Mansion Road, the Cadwalder Park, the um, the uh, whatever they're called, Hiltonia, and it's just mind-bogglingly beautiful, the architecture, the nostalgia. So, if you ever have a chance to come check that out, the Berkeley Historic District is what I found today. And I was just boggled by that. I'm going to have to explore it some more because it just requires so much looking at. And I think I'm a very visual person. I've got good eyes. I see things visually. I uh, have a fast input. Like I have a quick input. Um, and I like to experiment. I like to um, manipulate things and look at them visually. Like when I was a kid learning math um, on the computer, I would type in these equations and it would plot them out. And I got an intuitive understanding of the mathematics, the different forms. And I tried to create all types of complicated uh, waves and plots. It was fun. And um, I like to uh, learn by experimenting and playing with things. I guess I'm the gamer generation. Uh, I'm not a big uh, book learner. I'm a more hands-on learner. And that's why I love open source, because it's hands-on learning. You can install it yourself, and you can play with it, you can inspect it, you can use it for whatever purposes you want, even if it's against the purposes of the author, even if they try and stop you, which is hilarious. And... Um, That kind of feeds into the introspector stuff. Now, I have recorded a whole bunch of episodes that are in archive. And um, I 
I'm going to have to uh, think about them before I can publish them. A lot of pauses, a lot of deep thinking, me going off on tangents. You know, it's not really high-quality entertainment. But uh, this podcast is not really high-quality entertainment. It's about the stream of random. It's about having fun, experimenting with different technologies. Uh, Join us on our little trip through this world, you know. Um, Some people jump in, some people leave the stream. Sometimes it's boring, sometimes it's interesting. So, you never know what's going to happen on the stream. And, uh, yeah. So, we've been experimenting with deep speech. And basically, uh, well, first of all, you have to record your, it it takes your speech and converts it to text. And I want to use this on the, um, I want to train it to recognize my voice um, and build a speech model of me speaking with this microphone. Um, I was thinking maybe if I just read a book that it would, um, and I had the text of that book where I would learn to recite a poem. That I would, um, have something with a known value, like a known piece of work that I would read. Uh, That would help train it. I need to look into how to train it and how to adapt it. I need to learn all about all this stuff. Like, I'm excited about the idea of transfer learning. Like, can we take a trained model and then add in some extra secret sauce. Well, can we transfer the knowledge from one model or one something that was trained on one set of data, like a speech model, and then adapt it to my voice? Like, how does that how does that work? And then. Well, here are some other things we talked about uh, in the lost episodes. The um, <clears throat> well, NVIDIA being proprietary, um, the GPUs, and the CUDA CUDA programming model toolkit that's used for TensorFlow. That's used for deep, deep learning, and I'm wondering about the open source implementations and what's available. And really, honestly, I've been thinking: Well, can we use machine learning to program a GPU? 
can we learn how the GPU is working by observing it, by observing how the machine learning is working, observe directly the GPU, introspect it, and then can we derive new code from it or write code for it? And then I'm thinking about the auto ML. Oh, yeah, we got some good stuff here, guys. Okay, so auto ML, the guy took some NumPy and he derived um, <clears throat> all the machine learning algorithms and had a machine actually learn them. Um, or ML0. So I'm wondering. You know, can we do the same thing for this CUDA library? Can we replace the CUDA library? You know, with machine learning. Like, can we break it down to something so simple? Like the simplest thing. Oh, yeah. Okay, so now we're going to get to other things we're thinking about. What is the what is your uh, ego, your mind, yourself, and is it a construct? Right? Isn't it an illusion? Is the self an illusion, a, a jail for your soul? I mean, is the whole idea of consciousness and the mind a constructed? Thing. Like, what if it's fake? Okay, so that's what I wanted to chew on for a little bit. And then I brought up the ideas of the memes versus the genes. And if the, um, if there's a new level where you have the things embodied, not in the minds, but in the computers. So we need to think about the viruses, the computer viruses, or the self-replicating computer memes, the clients, the program that spits out the program and compiles itself. Okay. And then we talked about um, essential. What is essential? Existential, right? Existence, the essence. What is an essential, micro-essential? What is the hello world of essential? Like, what's the most vi minimal viable product? Like delivering water, or telling someone where water is, delivering food, telling them where food is to be found. Like the coordinates of something, the latitude and longitude of a bar of gold or food or whatever it is that you need at that moment. Is that not the most essential information? Like the location of a resource, the identifier of it, how to find it. Not just the name, but the actual 
precise location. So the most essential app or web page would be just that was would be the location for something like this is where you find that you know this is uh my address this is how you contact me this is what i'm providing this is what i've got like a business card and um we talked about then the delivery of content and how it all works and the different levels of freedom and dynamicism. Is the content hard-coded or is it dynamic? And it all comes down to typing into the keyboard and sending the bytes, the bits. And we talked about um, how all these Hello World apps are just different ways to deliver those bytes. We talked about being a realist or an idealist, a micro-essentialist or, you know, a micro-idealist. And uh, I'm slowly shifting to become more essential, and I have to deploy into enemy territory, I said, which is Windows or Mac or enemy hostile environments which are not free, which are not open, and understanding those boundaries. So, And, uh, you know, I've been a free software idealist for a long time. And um, I've taken the hard line of not using any non-free software, not talking about it, promoting it, all that. And, um, yeah, when I got my new laptop, uh, I left Windows on it. I said I'm going to learn to use it. Um, and it's gotten better. And now I also want to get a Mac. I have a Chromebook, Mac, Windows. Uh, that would be good to have some experience in those and to understand how they work. Uh, have a seat at the table and be able to also create apps for them. Because we have to meet the people where they're at. And most of the time, they're not in a free environment. A lot of time, they're in a bind. And that's the paradox that I've always seen of freedom. That, first of all, it's not free. It's not cheap. And uh, it's not subsidized. And you have to earn your freedom. And uh, the easy road is often the non-free one. And it comes with conditions and binds. Like your free phone is full of tracking software. Or the cheapest things you can get are often 
subsidized by something else. And uh, Facebook and Telegram and Twitter and all those things are taking away your freedoms so you can reach people. So, what are the, um, what are the people that you want to reach? The demographics. And you got to meet them where they're at. So that means you have to go into the lion's den. You have to go into the Facebooks and the Twitters and the whatevers to reach those people and meet them where they stand. And that's the as it, the realistic point of view that I'm adopting, um, as opposed to an idealistic one. So, yeah, and I need to learn more about the machine learning stuff, and I'll be able to report more on it, and I need to also um, think more. I mean, some of these things are complicated. My thoughts aren't ready. My thoughts are wandering. And I wonder, but I wanted to say there's a sublime part of walking and quieting of the mind and the turning off of the thoughts. And I reach a quiet state of just walking and observing, listening, living, where I'm not having to talk, where my mind isn't actively thinking any loud thoughts. Kind of a Zen state. And I find that I'm reaching that while walking and um, I'm enjoying it. And I've got recordings of me just going off, you know, talking about something and then just spacing out and stopping talking for some time. And then just popping in observations of things that I observe. So, um, I guess we got to worry about the focus. What is the purpose of all of this? I mean, right now it's just an experiment in broadcasting. It's an experiment in sharing of thoughts and ideas. And, um, yeah, let me know. You can find uh, the anchor.fm. There's all types of contact information in there. Um... I've been hanging out on Telegram a lot, even though I despise Telegram. There's some interesting people there. And it's a nice platform for now. I was saying to uh, Scotty, I said, um, what if I tried to tell him, like, what if it just shut off one day? I mean, you have no control over it. You know? So... Okay, guys. Well, I'm going to put this up, and we'll see uh, what's happening. All right. Have a nice day. Bye.